Every spring, the New Mexico Coalition to Enhance Working Lands, otherwise known as NM Cool, convenes for an annual summit to highlight successful collaborations from the previous year and to look forward to future opportunities in the land of enchantment. We're taking a different approach to virtual events in 2021, and instead of our usual day-long summit, we're hosting this mini podcast series to be followed by a short summit meeting on April 21st via Zoom. Our goal for the summit this year is to not only encourage folks to engage with the content of these interviews, but to give listeners the opportunity to do so from somewhere other than in front of your screens. I'm Steph Marie Von Anken, Program Manager with Holistic Management International, and this is the NM Cool Podcast. I'll be your co-host for this series. Today, we're virtually sitting down with Judy Torres of the Taos Valley Acequia Association. Judy, can you introduce yourself? Hi, Stephanie. Thank you for having me. I am Judy Torres. I have been the director of the Taos Valley Acequia Association for the last 12 years. Thanks for taking the time to join us today, Judy. I know y'all are experiencing some snowy weather up there in Taos. What is the Taos Valley Acequia Association and what do y'all do? The Taos Valley Aseca Association ensures the long-term sustainability of traditional agriculture communities in the Taos Valley by protecting water rights and preserving and strengthening the Aseca. The Taos Valley Aseca Association is a small nonprofit organization formed in 1989 to help with the legal process of the adjudication in New Mexico. And Judy, just in case some of our listeners don't know, what's an Aseca? An Aseca is an irrigation ditch. And it's an organization of parciantes who use the ditch to irrigate land that has water rights. I know y'all don't have a name yet for this program, but can you take a moment to explain to our listeners a little bit more about what you're up to connecting realtors, landowners, water rights folks, and those that are managing the acequias? The desire to work with real estate agents and title companies has been in the works for many years. There has been new development in the Taos Valley for the last 20 plus years, and newcomers come into our community without the knowledge of what an acequia is. They do not understand our customs or traditions or the state laws that protect our valuable acequias. They do not understand an acequia has easements through properties and that an acequia commissioners, mayordomos, or their assignees are able to walk the acequia and check for disruptions that are not allowing the acequias to flow properly. In the springtime, acequia parciantes get together to clean the acequia. This is called a limpia or sacar la acequia. A crew of parciantes will be in the acequia cleaning out debris, fallen trees, brush, or any other items that are blocking the acequia from flowing properly. In many instances, they have built fences. Parciantes are not able to access the property. This is against the New Mexico state law. One of the biggest issues acequias have are that new landowners lack the knowledge that there are ditch dues that are paid annually to use the water rights on their property. 
many landowners come into the system and they think they, they can just use the water. They put a pump into the acequia to irrigate their trees, lawns, or gardens. There is also an issue with past due assessments not being paid, and this becomes the problem of the new landowner. If these dues are not paid at closing, they become the issue for the new landowner and they need to be caught up. In many instances, some of the dues have not been paid in many, many years, and there is quite a bit of money that's owed. Wow. I had no idea that this was an issue in Taos, and I imagine in northern New Mexico in general. It makes sense, since there is so much to consider when working in an area with historic and cultural water management systems. I'm excited to hear more and learn what you've been doing to improve the communication between these different stakeholders. Why is collaboration for working land stewardship in New Mexico important, and how does it happen in your work? In the past years, we have seen that properties have become neglected. They are covered with noxious weeds, prairie dogs, or the soil itself cannot be used to grow any crops. So the Taos Valley Asequias Association is working with collaborators to find a way to help these acequias come back into production. We have worked with Town of Taos, the Rio Fernando Collaborative, the Taos Land Trust, the Taos County, and Alianza to work on these problems. In the past, we've worked on Healthy Soils Project with Rio Fernando Collaborative and Taos Land Trust. And we have tested lands in the Rio Fernando Corridor to test to see if the lands are able to grow good crops and what needed to make these lands productive again. This year, we are working with Alianza and the Rio Fernando Collaborative on the Real Estate Title Company project. Our hope is to bring neglected lands back into production and help new landowners use their water rights on their properties. We would like to see more people in our community raise pasture lands, grow gardens, and orchards. We'd also like to bring some of our Aseca traditions back into our community. I think it would be wonderful to see those Asequia traditions reintroduced or maybe just more broadly introduced into the community of agriculture up there in the Taos Valley. Where is the biggest opportunity to shift key issues when collaboration happens? Collaborations take time to develop. The Rio Fernando Collaborative took many years for us to gain each other's trust. Many of the organizations have never worked together before, and we did not understand what the other organizations did. It takes many years of dialogue and working together to finally get to the point where we can work together on projects for the best of our community. What does community mean to you, and how is it being created in the Taos Valley? I've lived in Taos all of my life, and I have seen so many changes in our community. I believe a community is working together to do what is best as a whole. When you have members of the community trying to tell others what they feel needs to be done, it never works. You need to work as a group to listen to everyone and see what would be best for the community as a whole. Working together for the betterment of the community. And you mentioned that a key ingredient to successful collaboration is trust. What tools or strategies have you used to build trust as you collaborate with different organizations? In collaborating with other organizations, I feel you need to understand that there will always be a difference in of, of opinion, but you must work together for the better of the community. Many times when you collaborate, there is an idea that you may not have thought of that would work best for the project as a whole. You must listen to your collaborators and understand where they're coming from. So it's not only successfully articulating your ideas, but being able to listen to the needs and concerns of the people you're collaborating with. Yeah, listening is a big part of collaboration. 
And what lessons have you learned from collaborating on this project between the land managers, water managers, and the realtors? I think I've learned that you have to understand where the real estate agents are coming from. They are trying to make the properties look good and be able to sell the property. But real estate agents need to understand that the acequias are very important in our community and they're very unique to northern New Mexico. Being so unique to northern New Mexico, you'd think that this would be a historical asset for realtors to learn about since it's something so special to the history of the valley. Yes, you would think that would be a great selling point for the realtors to say how unique our culture is. Acequias have been hand dug for over 300 years. They are probably one of the most unique things in New Mexico right now is the acequia culture and how we use them to grow our food, grow orchards, grow pasture lands, and help with our livestock. And what do you think the best possible outcome is for this project? I think the best possible outcome is that real estate agents will learn more about water rights and acequia culture and traditions and inform potential new landowners about acequias in our community. Also that the title companies will collect dues for the acequias at closing, inform our acequia associations of new landowners so that they know to reach out to them about using their water rights and becoming involved with the acequia cleanings and meetings. And finally, to inform new landowners of the unique traditions and cultures of our acequias in the Taos Valley. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with us that you think is important for folks to hear in our network? It's very important for everybody to just understand what acequias are and new landowners just to come in and find out and learn more about acequias. Some of our acequias have been in existence for over 300 years, and we respect all of our traditions. We want our acequias to be around for another 300 years. Yes. And where can folks go to learn more? People can get onto our website. We have TausValleyAsequias.org, or the New Mexico Acequia Association also has LasAsequias.org. They have great information of all of the acequias all over northern New Mexico. Thank you so much for joining us, Judy. It's been wonderful to hear about the projects you're working on with the acequias in northern New Mexico. Thanks for having us and for giving us the platform to share more about our collaborative efforts in northern New Mexico, informing real estate agents and landowners about the importance of acequias and water rights. Absolutely. If you're interested in learning more about acequias and their cultural and historical significance in northern New Mexico, Judy recommended the following books. Acequia Culture, Water, Land, and Community in the Southwest by Jose Rivera. Acequia, Water Sharing, Sanctity, and Place by Silvia Rodriguez. Water in the Hispanic Southwest, A Social and Legal History by Michael Meyer. And the bilingual children's book, Juan the Bear and the Water of Life, La Acequia del Juan del Oso by Enrique La Madrid. And of course, as Judy mentioned, there's a lot of information on their website, at tausasequias.org. That's T-A-O-S-A-C-E-Q-U-I-A-S dot org. I'm Steph Marie Von Aiken, and that concludes our second episode of the NM Cool podcast. The summit this year is scheduled for April 21st at 10 a.m. Mountain Time via Zoom. For more information and to register for this year's summit, go to nmcool.org forward slash annual summit. That's nmcewl.org forward slash annual summit. 
This is one of a handful of podcasts the NM Cool Network will be releasing over the next few weeks leading up to the summit. A shout out of gratitude to Judy Torres of the Taos Valley Aseki Association for virtually sitting down with us today. Thanks for tuning in.